Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and with me today is Todd. How you doing, buddy? Doing great, Chris. So we got through January. Yeah, we did. Well, it was horrible. Although they didn't catch any softball, right? Correct. We got we got softball in. It was touch and go there for a while. There's a few storm cells, some water spouts, some tornadoes touching down, a lot of rain. I mean, we're used to rain, but not like not like rain like that, man. That was like, holy shit, is my basement flooding rain. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there was tornadoes and water spouts here in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's horrible. We all made it through. We did. It was touch and go there for a little bit, but uh, we all put on our life preservers and we did okay. We did okay. So, how was Father's Day? Oh, so Father's Day was great. So, I, um, uh, everybody out there clearly knows that I am the father of two softball players. So they played Dream Saturday. Crushers. <laughs> Dream played, crushers. They played Saturday. They played Sunday. So, Sunday, uh, I kind of had my pick. And they're like, Lenore was like, do you want to go with Meredith? Or do you don't want to go with Olivia? I'm like, well, I'm going to see what the potential schedules look like for Sunday. Because I want to get home and watch the U.S. Open. So, Olivia is yep. in North or in, uh, uh, Hillsboro and Meredith in Salem. <sighs> so, can't really go to both. And uh, I elected, after looking at the bracket, to go to Salem. Because I knew Meredith had two games, 10 and noon. And I was like, okay, 10 and noon. If they play two games, I get home, two, shower, do whatever I need to do, work out, grab grab a little bit to eat, and then just settle in for the long U.S. Open final round. On record? Nope. Because they, okay, they didn't tee off until like 2.30. So I was like, the, the final group. So I was like, nope, yeah. I'll just watch it. And Olivia had potential to play five games if they won out. Ugh. Both girls lost their first game, and we were home before. <laughs> so either way, we would have been fine. Uh, yeah, and then got a workout. Did they get up in. and make you breakfast? No, dude. We stopped at Starbucks on the way out to softball. Grab some coffee. Grab some, you know. Hi, uh, Daddy. Can you stop at Starbucks and buy me something? Actually, you Did know they what? Make we, you a card. We didn't stop at Starbucks. Uh, we stopped at uh, the corner saloon. I just grabbed a couple cups of coffee. And then they had breakfast burritos for all the dads at the softball game. So that was good. Nice. Uh, they didn't make me cards. They did buy me cards. Um, it was it was lovely cards. I got a couple gift cards and a St. Louis Cardinals wooden puzzle that maybe put together and glue and put up here in the divot room. I don't know. Nice. It might take me five years to put it together. <laughs> but uh, is it like a 575 pieces yeah and they're all like shapes of like baseball stuff so it's gonna be really really difficult a lot of red and white yeah that's yeah. funny but then you know settled in watched the u.s open and you know while i was pulling for ricky fowler wyndham clark pulled through and i was I was happy so it was, it was a good u.s open i felt uh, i'm not gonna bash the los angeles country club uh, I hate people out. Well, I shouldn't say hate people. I don't like it when people just bash a course because it's not U.S. Open. It's we, it's not a U.S. Open course. It's like what do you? That's expect? A, I, I don't understand that. Victor Hovland didn't Tiger didn't Tiger Woods shoot like a million under at Pebble Beach one year? I we can remember. get to that. <laughs> we can get to that. <clears throat> Anyways, what'd you do? How was your Father's Day? Did you spend it with Dick? Yeah, I played golf at the Rose Shitty. Nice. Beat beat all the bums. 
Hmm. Shot, shot a little 79. Nice. Uh, yeah, so one little cake there, and then I went over to Dick's, and he wanted uh, oysters, Rockefeller, and lobster. Sweet. Did the... So uh, bar- barbecued in his backyard. Hell yeah. And we we watched the golf and had some wines and had a great time watching the U.S. Open. It was fun. Do they have a TV outside? Oh, yeah. Nice. And, uh, a, and a fireplace and a heater and a fan. That's it, awesome. It's, it, it's pretty glorious. And they got some some blinds that come down and keep Moses and Pearl inside their patio because Moses will like to leave and go and see where Chowder took a piss and sure. want to cover it. And <laughs> he's an older gentleman, so he mostly stayed inside. But it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great Father's Day. I Played golf, watched golf, loved it. Awesome. What, uh, what, um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I had a question about your dad and what'd you barbecue? Oh, uh, so the oysters Rockefeller. Okay. We did in a cast iron pan and then the, the, the lobsters were from the Costco and you, they're raw. I guess they're uncooked, yeah. But they were amazing, awesome. amazing, awesome. Yeah. And and how how's your mom doing? How's Alice doing? We haven't mentioned her on the show in a while. <laughs> She's great. She had a good time. Good. And yeah. um, so Kathy Joy join you up there at uh, your parents? Yeah, she has to. And well, of course. I just want to make she sure she has to go. <laughs> she has to go. And we had a we had a good time. And in fact, we get in Damon's pool. Pick four golfers. Uh-huh. The you take the three best and wherever they finish. So if the if your guy finishes first, third, and tenth, that's fourteen points. She won. Who? Alice or Kathy Joy? Kathy Joy. Nice. Who was her Out top of 12 pick? people? Who was her top pick? Ricky Fowler. I love it. Cam Smith. Okay. Morikawa and Hideki. Okay. What was what were Alice's picks? Did she get in it? Or no? Oh, yeah, of course she did. Finau? Uh, no, I don't think it was this year. She 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 blew it. She only had two that made the cut. Dick Dick picked a guy that didn't even play. Abram. <laughs> oh, Dick. I, I'm like, Dad, uh, we were discussing you... who the ding dong of the week was going to be. <laughs> like, but then he put it on me. He's like, him. you're the guy with a golf podcast. You should let me know when somebody's not playing. I'm like, sorry, Dad. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, everybody, you can reach us at www.thedivotroom.com. You can email us at thedivotroom at gmail.com. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we got some merch. We got some awesome stuff coming. We probably got some hats coming. We still got some sweatshirts. So go ahead and email us if you want any merch. We got some uh, playing cards and some golf balls, too. And we might throw in a few free coasters if you order anything. Sweet. Let's give a shout out to our sisters or our sponsors, Sisters Meeting Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. Again, if you're heading out to Central Oregon, this time of year is amazing out there. Swing on into Sisters Meeting Smokehouse, grab yourself some stuff for your trip. Sisters Meeting Smokehouse can't be intermeet. Robert, I played with Roberts today, and he said that I believe a family friend went out there. And bought some steaks and cooked it for him, and he said it was epic. Oh. And I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. That is that's what, what they, they do. do." Yep. People, people order that stuff from like Seattle. Like they'll drive down 
to pick it up. I, I can't remember if they ship stuff uh, places. You'd have to get online or call them or something. But um, yeah, I know that they'll at least pack That it. might be my part-time job is I drive down there, play uh, Meadows yeah. or uh, Big Black Meadow. Butte, yeah. Big Meadow or Glaze, yeah. and then pick up a bunch of groceries and put them in a cooler and drive them back here. That'd be amazing. Grab yeah. me some steaks while you're there. Sure. So we got some news. We got some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, you're kind of more up to speed on some of this stuff, but I certainly will form some opinions along the way. So where do you want to start, dude? Tom Watson. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You gave me the Cliff Notes version a little bit, but I'm sure you're going to have some more details. So give it to us. He basically just an open letter, which means I'm writing a giant email and I'm pushing send all. Send it all. all. One all personnel. <laughs> One all personnel, not just firefighters or what everybody. <laughs> uh, he talked about how this whole process has been mishandled. Okay. Uh, he talks about how the PGA, Jay Monahan, went behind the players that, you know, Jay works for, went behind their backs hasn't answered questions um the hypocrisy he's just like how players were loyal because jay said stay loyal stay loyal you know if you leave you're banned for life and now it turns out you might not be banned for life right watson stands with the 9-11 victims and decries the saudi human rights record I mean, he wrote this all in this. It's it's a very well put letter that I think needed to be written by one of the guys from the from the beginning. Is it pretty easily accessible online? Absolutely. You type in Tom Watson open letter, it'll pop up. Nice. Yeah. So that was a big one, and that's probably why. Jay's still on sad leave or medical leave or I never come back to work leave. I think it's the never come back to work leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Senate Blumenthal, Senator Blumenthal. He's a Democrat. Okay. Not to be confused with Blumenauer. The correct. The congressman. Yes, and Senator Ron Johnson, that guy's a wackadoodle. <laughs> Sorry out there if you're a big fran- fan of Ron Johnson. I think he's insane. But anyways, they've requested <laughs> testimony from, the, requested that Jay Monahan, the shark, also known as Greg Norman, and Al Rumyanyan, I don't know, whoever the yeah. guy that runs the PIF. Yeah, you got it. Hey, you guys are invited to speak to us on July 11th. We'd like to get some information on this, that, and the other. Nice. I I think that Jay will probably not show up because he'll still be on a sabbatical. Yeah. I think Greg Norman, I think the Saudis might chop him up before he even shows up there because he's going to start opening his big fat pie hole and start (laughs) just diarrhea from the mouth. And they're like, oh, God, don't. (laughs) And Al's like, I'm not going. So I think this will be, nobody will show up and they'll have their own hearing and try and figure out from 
public documents on what's going on there. So more to be seen and heard on that front. Is there any penalty by not showing up or is it just it's you're invited? Oh, okay. So and then you can be subpoenaed. And as we know, if you look at the political (coughs) climate, people have been compelled to show up. Sure. And they're like, I'm not showing up because or I'll take the fifth. Gotcha. So I doubt these guys have a plan that's going to sound or look good. Mm-hmm. It's like going and like, okay, you have a bunch of confidential documents you don't want to, you know, show. And when they find out you have them, you say, I, I didn't give them back because I had my tennis shoes and my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I had some magazines, a couple of playboys. Anyways, oh, man. that's, that's, that's where I am on that front. What else? What else we got? Okay. Fox News is reporting, and I can't verify anything. And I like to look at everything. I look at MSNBC. I look at Fox, CNN, Bleacher Reports. Yeah, Uh, you got to get three resources, right? To get the exactly yeah. Ryan Gatehouse of Fox News said Phil Mickelson accused of showing Pat Perez's wife air quotes <laughs> <laughs> offensive picture during 2015 dinner. So I think they so he he's, he invites uh, what the hell that ding dong um, Pat Perez and his wife Ashley said hey. You want to hey, you want to come over for dinner in New Jersey? I'm going to have a great meal. We're going to have some wines. And then um Pat Perez gets up. He's like, "Hey, Phil, I got to take a squirt." He's like, "Yeah, perfect." <laughs> so Pat goes to the bathroom and Phil whips out his Android and shows a picture <laughs> of his penis to Ashley. No, I can't verify that. <laughs> our but stories he, are our stories are always so much better though. <laughs> <laughs> Shipnuck also is verifying or saying that Mickelson showed Ashley Perez a photograph of himself that she found offensive. Mm. I don't know if he spread his butt cheeks. <clears throat> I mean, was he, you know, I feel like it was frontal. Like if you're going to show something, I mean, some people like, you know, spread butt cheeks, but <laughs> my, my guess my guess is Pat Perez's wife can probably handle quite a bit. Oh so. yeah, she's I'm I'm looking at the picture of the two of them. They're super tanned. Yeah. Anyways, two attorneys that were there say no way that happened. Filbert Nuts did not show his nuts <laughs> to Ashley. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. No, you're great. You're great. Um the Pat had said um, what did he say? Uh, when it when it comes to Phil, this is this is Pat Perez quote. When it comes to Phil, I have a different hate for Phil than most people. <laughs> Phil crossed the line with me that is just uncrossable and unforgivable. And he added that Mickelson apologized, but he said he can't forgive him. And and Pat Perez said this in some podcast about how much he hates Phil. And I can't remember what podcast it is, but if you want to find out what it was, just type in Pat Perez. and uh, That's entertainment <laughs> at its best, for me at least. I mean, kind of <laughs> like kind of like that. That's funny. Yeah, I, Phil, there you have her. Can't I can't verify, though. Okay. What else do you got? 
um, Magic Sticks. Okay. <laughs> which is the uh, Ian Poulter. Yep. And I don't remember the rest of those dorks on that team from Liv. But they just signed a sponsor for their team. Uh-huh. And this is the their whole thing with Liv uh, is you get a sponsor. And they've sk- secured a sponsorship with a crypto exchange company. And so it, it, it feels like a lot of these guys from Live Golf are moving forward like there's going to be Live Golf next year. I think I said in the last latest episode that it was done. Right. But I'm starting to have second thoughts because I think that this quote partnership merger is not going to be uh come to fruition mm-hmm. so people are moving along with um trying to keep this live thing going along until this gets all figured out in uh the the courts all right you know, department of justice magic sticks yeah also known as the i think it's majestics I, we like the magic sticks on this show, so we can call them whatever the fuck we want, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, which is Poulter, Stenson, Westwood, and Sam Horsefield. <laughs> Who? Oh, he's injured. Now he's been replaced by Laurie Cantor. Who? Laurie Cantor. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of horsey also. Uh, Cantor. Horse yeah. and Cantor. Yeah, I like right? that. That is funny. Oh. Anything else for news? Uh, there was a player meeting. There was. I, before the Travelers. Okay, so the Travelers I guess is they this have week. these meetings at big events. <clears throat> Normally, it would be hosted by Jay. But it wasn't. I don't think Jay was there. I don't know who was there. Yeah, last players meeting didn't go very well, so. No, it went terrible. So, Adam Scott has commented and says he feels like he knows n- almost nothing. Really? Yeah, like they there's like there's this framework. Uh-huh. There's these parts and pieces. So there's no concrete stuff. Adam Scott frankly is kind of pissed off and hurt by the whole deal. I think he's on the player advisory committee and just like he just feels like he's been left out of the loop and also was loyal when people were told they're going to be banned for life and now they're back. So um, he says there's still a lot of questions to be answered because we really only have this framework. Yeah. You need more than a framework right now. If this is going to get underway in the next year or two. Yeah. You need some concrete, events and how things are going to operate and work and who's going to be in charge of what. I mean, this is just a concept. Yeah. He alluded to loyalty. He showed to the PGA tour over the past year and seemed to wonder if he made commitments under false pretenses. Mm -hmm. Like he got told one thing when something else was going on over there. Right. Right. Seems about right. Seems pretty accurate. Those guys kind of got duped, if you ask me. Yep. Absolutely. You got anything else you want to move on to the U.S. Open? U.S. Open. All right. Let's before that. Let's give a shout out to Valley Carpet Cleaning Carpet and Upholstery in the Tri County Portland Metro area, occasionally in Washington Salem. 
You can reach them at 503-277-9169, or you can reach them at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. Like right now, I think Valley Carpet Cleaning LLC, if you call them right now, you're going to get Tim. And that guy is a solid, funny fucker and a good carpet cleaner, whatever cleaning you need. Yeah. But if you wait too long, you might, they're going to get so big, you might not get Tim. So there you go. Do it. Call them up and get your shit cleaned. Yeah. I should probably get my carpets cleaned. I got to clean my couch. Oh my God, the cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> just that one arm over there yeah god <laughs> does he kind of drag his butt along it too just no he just back. says uh, he just uh, says uh, no uh, there's no uh, uh, uh. <laughs> all right dude u.s open um on a scale of one to ten just give me value 10 being the best zero being the worst what do you think i started watching it thursday Watched every round. I'm not going to say completely. Yeah. But it was awesome for yeah. me. I'm, me too. I would say an eight solid B. Uh, it could certainly be better. Um, it could certainly be worse, a lot worse. Uh, yeah, solid B for me. Uh, watched a pile of it. Watched everything on Sunday once the f- last few groups started. Right, right. But, you know, I heard a lot of bashing about L.A. Country Club. I didn't like that. I I hate the fact that people feel the need and feel entitled to be able to bash a USGA event because it's not, wasn't set up for a U.S. Open course. Justin Thomas shot 81 on mm. Friday. Wow. I mean, what? I, I picked the, him in one of my pool the pool that kathy joy won i had jt yeah the course the course played difficult the rough was long there were some tucked pins you know in u.s open i'm not looking for the winner to be even i'm looking for the winner to be i mean i ideally for me right around nine under i do i want to be Minus 10? No. Do I want it to be like a Corn Ferry event where they're like minus 23? No. No. So minus 10, if you win, you better be winning by a couple shots. <clears throat> the Thursday, Xander Schauffele and Ricky Fowler shot U.S. Open records. Yes. With 62. Yeah. Eight under. Bam. Amazing. And... I was surprised that that was the record. Before, it was 63 by somebody. I don't remember. Cause I well, got it a was terrible memory. Ricky Fowler had it for about, what, four minutes before right. Xander finished? And, you know, that people were nervous about what was going on. Like, oh, God, is it going to be 40 under? Well, there was a marine layer that never lifted, so there was not that much wind. The greens were soft, and the fairways were soft. So you didn't have any, there was nobody hitting the fairway and rolling into the rough. Right. And that made some people mad. Some people were mad about an 81-yard par three. It was amazing. I thought it was, it was amazing. amazing, too. Because, I'm frankly, I get more out of that than the 297-yard 
par three yes. where people are hitting driving irons and three irons. And that's just not fun where you, all of a sudden they have to grapple with a, a hump in the middle of a green yeah. and people Brooks Kepka four putted that sucker. That was 15. And I heard somebody laugh after he made his fourth putt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, that hole was fun to watch especially was it saturday when they just put it right there in the front yeah and it was 81 yards and it was like what i mean seemed like 10 feet wide but it's not yeah. it was probably 10 yards wide and oh man that's a fun hole a drivable par four and they gave you three <clears throat> you could go left you could go right at it you could go right I thought that was fun. Yeah. I thought that, you know, it gave people some options and, and who doesn't like seeing a car crash? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh God, that just went in the barranca. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, the, just the greens uh, were difficult. They had some difficult pin locations. The rough was thick. Rory whiffed it out of the rough green side. Um, so did Harris English on yeah, Sunday. The the bunkers were brutal. Uh, Xander just asked Xander on Sunday yeah. when he's in one's bunker and leaves it in there twice. Good yeah. times. It's it's it was a great test of golf. And if anybody says anything else, then seriously, just look at Justin Thomas's score on Friday. I mean, it, it was a it was a fun tournament to watch. I mean, would I have wished some other people did better, like Max Homa? Yeah, but. You know what? The the winner was the winner for that week and the champion well, you can't say champion golfer of the year, US Open champion golfer of the year. That was amazing on Friday because Thursday the scores were relatively low unless you were Justin Thomas. Uh but people like I think Jordan Spieth was plus one after day one, which was terrible. Mm -hmm. Nine mm -hmm. shots off the lead. And then he goes out and makes a few birdies on Friday morning and then just goes and shits his pants on the back nine and misses the cut by one. You know, I, I, I think it, it, the cut was plus two and Jordan Spieth had three bogeys on f Friday on the back nine. I think who else did that? Filbert nuts. Uh, who else? Max Homa. God, Max. Yeah. Yep. Because he had a, I think he was one under on Thursday and just could not if, get anything not going on than, Friday. Yeah, if not better than that. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, it was disappointing, but, you know. Great turn. I mean, there was, there was, it was a four man race on Sunday. You had Wyndham Clark, who on Saturday, who was belly aching on how the, he was so dark. We teed off at 347. <laughs> you guys have no idea how hard it is to putt when it's like at 830 at night. Well, shut up. <laughs> okay. And he blamed uh, Ricky Fowler's three putt on 18 on Saturday night because of the. Did you see any of that nonsense? I didn't see any of that nonsense. Oh, no. yeah. So <clears throat> they, they, it wasn't dark, but this marine lair, you could see it roll in and. He made birdie on 18. Seems like it worked out for him. Yeah. I loved it because I played the golf at Triple Hill, went to the grocery store, probably mowed the lawn, 
did a load of laundry and was able to sit in my chair at 347 and yeah. watch the, the, the leaders tee off. Amazing. I love that. I loved watch. I love the fact that it was on the West Coast for that reason. Yeah, absolutely. Because when it's the open championship, we got to get our sorry asses up at four in the morning if we want to see people teeing off. Or we can start watching teeing off at like midnight before we go to bed. That's exactly right. Um, Sam Bennett kind of showed up again. This kid was amateur at the Masters, uh, showed up, played great Thursday and Friday. And I... I had a little feeling. I was like, this guy might actually do something special this weekend. So I put five bucks on him to win. On, on Saturday, Saturday night. Because Saturday, Saturday, Saturday morning, right? I believe, no, you did it. <clears throat> oh, no, Saturday night. Within, you're right. You're right. Yep. He was within six shots. I think it was five. Lead. Yeah, I think five it was five. shots. Went to bed, five shots out of the lead. And you said, I just put five to win five fifty on Sam Bennett. I'm like, that's a great bet. Yeah, that would have been great. Oh, he shit the bed. He shot like what, eighty-five? <laughs> oh God, it was a disaster. I remember you you texted me early, like, oh, that fucker just bogeyed the first three holes. <laughs> it was a disaster. I felt bad. I felt like it was my fault. Like I was the one that created Sam Bennett to to lose his shit that day now and you know what oh it was friday night because he shot a 79 on saturday oh god that's so bad oh my gosh that's right he went par bogey par bogey 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 oh gosh I think he turned and 40. Didn't he turn around on Sunday? What did he shoot on Sunday? Yeah, I saw it 71 on Sunday. There you go. All right. $66,000. Good job. Nice job. Way to turn pro. Yeah, uh, I think it was smart. Anything else? I know I there was some comment from Brooks Kepka. Uh, didn't he mention something about see you guys next week, the Travelers? <laughs> I oh, God, just that a was hilarious. Just a little cheap shot. Like, hey, you know. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> See yeah. See next week the travelers. He's not going to play the travelers. He's, no, he's not. But they he were was he making was in some reference. Presser. Yeah, he was making reference to the merger and stuff. And he he's probably just sitting back eating his popcorn and watching. It's funny. It's that was a good comment. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, we I guess we should talk about that. Wyndham Clark won. Yes. The Oklahoma State Cowboy. The Oregon Duck. Ride him. Ride him, uh, Cowboy. The Oregon Ride Duck. Him. Quack quack. That. Uh, oh, he's yeah. the Oregon Duck. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I don't know. We can debate that all day long. There's nothing to debate. The guy is a cowboy. He's a duck. He can call himself whoever he wants to. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Ricky Fowler plays a bunch of golf with him. They are neighbors in the Floridas. Yeah, uh, Florida. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's our story. Anyways, Ricky Fowler, Wyndham Clark, final group on Sunday. Not a single person was rooting for Wyndham Clark except for Wyndham Clark's girlfriend, Mm-hmm. Dad and the sleaze. Right. <laughs> right. I think that was it. Yeah. And Ricky Fowler, 62 Thursday, 68 Friday, 70 on Saturday, right there. And he just was not the same golfer the th- first three days. And it yeah. was a bummer. People 75. are asking me, did he choke? I'm like, no, he didn't choke. I mean, it's the U.S. Open. I mean... Did yeah. he choke? No. Did he play bad? I th- yes. I think the moment got to him that 
He played free <clears throat> for three days. Not the longest hitter, 64th and driving distance, but hit it far enough all three days and then would just pull an iron out of the bag and hit it on the green. Oh, and then make the putt. Sunday, missed greens, couldn't make a putt. And I just thought the moment, I love me some Ricky. I'm rooting for that guy. He's now in the top 35 world rankings. So mm -hmm. good job. Yeah, great what, job. I, I was happy to see him back in, in contention in a major or anything. I don't think he choked. He no. played bad. I mean, it's the Wyndham, US Open. Wyndham Clark made putt after putt. He didn't miss a four-footer to save his life. And he was the third best putter that weekend. He won behind the Ricky Cole or Ricky Fowler, Eric Cole, and Cam Smith. I mean, just amazing. He just went out there and won the golf tournament. I yeah. Mean, that's, that's flat out. Rory did give him a little scare, but, you know, that's what Rory does. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> Rory. And Rory admitted later that he was rooting for a three-putt. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? That's okay. So would I. Fuck yes. And you if, want a chance. Yeah. And if he didn't three-putt, he'd be like, you know what? That's so be it. He, congratulations. Just he wanted a chance, and, you know, he's going to be fine. He's playing this week, but great tournament, and I, I can't wait for the next major in July. Mm -hmm. How are your picks? Shit. Mine, too. <laughs> shit. I had, I had, Pieces of shit. I had Xander. That was kind of exciting at one point. I had Xander to win. Oh, God. Um, yeah, the Joel Damon pick. Shit the bed early. Sam Stevens uh. shit the bed early. The Eric Cole pick was okay, but that was top five, so never really came to fruition. John Rahm, horrible tournament. Uh, Max Home let a win. Nothing. Corey Connors was kind of there, but yeah. My my closest pick was Denny McCarthy for a top ten. <laughs> I mean, I'm like playing golf at Rose Shitty on Sunday morning. I'm like, oh, man, I just need Danny McCarthy. And like, who? who? Like, Danny McCarthy, man. That guy can putt good. <laughs> yeah, he didn't putt good enough. No. But you know what? It's a new week. We've been winners in the past. We can't be perfect because, no. you know, otherwise yeah. something different. We got the Travelers this week. So we got uh, out in Cromwell, Connecticut, TPC River Highlands, part 70, yardage 6,852 yards. Do you remember who the defending champion is? I told you just a little bit ago. Yeah, you did. Xander, right? Yeah, Xander Shoffley. All right. Well, and will Xander, on Saturday, Xander was 0 for 8 with his driver. He has that beautiful little butter power cut. That thing was pulled left all day long. <laughs> and at 6,800 yards, that's what they I played at uh, Arrowhead at the Callaway. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be some low scores. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's that short for those guys. <clears throat> did you make any picks? Hells, yes. How many? Was it Rose How many City did you today? Make? Three. Okay, I made two. All right. I did... Uh, Rory McIlroy to win. Ten yeah. bucks gets me one thirty. Okay. I did a top five, a Siwoon Kim. Five dollars gets me fifty. And then I did a top ten of Shane Lowry. 
ten dollars gets me fifty five. That's a great bet right there. Thank you. I did two dollars on Rory to win. That gets me twenty two. Nice. And then I went all the way down the list of people. Oh man. Let me think for a second. Who plays good in Connecticut? <sighs> Did you say Hayden Buckley? You had to go all the way down. <laughs> Andrew Michael Block? Andrew Savoda. Savoda. He's from America. He's from the United States. Top five. Two dollars awesome. gets me eight hundred two dollars. <laughs> Top five. Come on, could you Is imagine it Greg if that Lebiota? Guy's... No, it's Andrew. <laughs> we don't even know this guy. Savoda. Savoboda. Savoboda. Oh yeah, Andy Sava. Savobado. Savoboda. He tees Silver off at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. He's off, he's going off with Kyle Reifers and Benjamin James, the amateur. Could you imagine if this guy pulls off a top five win or a top five and gets me $802? Please, just please. Play that's good. kind of shit that's fun about this. Absolutely. It's a very low risk, high value funness. Yes. And this is the shit that happens is one of these guys shows up and has a career weekend. Yeah. Some guys, uh, there's been some Monday qualifiers that have won on the PGA tour. Corey Connors, I think might've been the last one, maybe, uh, yep. Monday qualified and one is first PGA tour event. Maybe, maybe not his first, but, uh, we can say anything we want. Who's yeah. going to stop us? Who's yeah. going to sue us? One of the 75 listeners? I can tell you it's not Andrew Savoboda because Savo we just picked him. <laughs> we just the let all our tens and tens of listeners know who Andrew Savoboda is. Let us know. We're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But this is an elevated event. Okay, yeah, This is, is, I believe, the last one. And so everybody's playing... Even Justin Thomas. What about Wyndham Clark? Fuck yes. That guy's going to be so fucking hungover. <laughs> and I, I think it's just going to be impossible for that guy to win. He was chugging Bud Lights out of the U.S. Open trophy. I told the girls. I don't know if it was Bud Lights. I, I don't know. I told the girls that. I'm like, he's going to be drinking beer out of that cup. They're like, why? I'm like, because he can. <laughs> exactly. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and girls, don't get any ideas until you turn 19. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or 21. Until you get to college. Until <laughs> you get to college. Nice. Well, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I, oh, I, I know you don't know. I know. I, know. I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Them. All right, dude. Where are we at? Ding dongs and trunk slammers? Or you got any more on uh, the travelers? I do not. Although I'm, I heard uh, Brooksy. Or no, Bracey. Bracey was like, when he heard about the the merger or the partnership, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally stoked so I can do my live thing. And then there's like these great tournaments, like the Travelers. Like he's, he's like, he's already thinking that he's going to stay and live and then pick and choose what he wants to do in the PGA Tour. Guy's a fucking dipshit. He's sensitive. He's ill-informed. He's... He's got a one-track mind when he's got to stop because I saw him on Twitter. Somebody put him on the clock, and and he got – and did you see that? I did. 
That was and he great. was like, hey, they're not even off the grain. Do you see? Are you still doing your timer? It's like, dude, you, you've got to be a little bit, you know, tougher. Don't talk about in your pressers how you don't care because you clearly do. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit of a baby. Maybe the he's ding borderline, dong. He's borderline my ding dong. Yeah. Who else but we he got? isn't. I had, um, got Zinger is coming in there close. Um, yeah, Zinger, because he, and this was a pivotal moment on Sunday at the mm-hmm. U.S. Open on 15, was it 15? I believe so. So, yeah, and Wyndham Clark was had one foot in the bunker, one out of the bunker, and hit it way left. And in fact, I even said something like, oh, shit, that's fucked. Yeah. And Zinger said, oh, that's terrible. That's too far left. And then, oh, it caught a slope. trickled down. Down. He's like, that's not even going to get close. And it turns out it went to four feet, and he made that putt. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Zinger did get a bunch of shit, but like you said, he was like, oh, I I guess I was wrong on that shot. There's a bunch of people on Twitter, a bunch of livers uh, complaining that you uh, that they didn't show Patrick Reed enough. I'm like, what did Patrick Reed even do? He shot a 78 on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> nice round. That's why they don't show him because he shot like a million. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly where he finished. He made the cut decently by one or two yeah and then he beat a couple of amateurs and um savoda he beat hadwin solomon and svensson that's who he beat oh not don't let me forget about katsugarwa oh yeah there you go yeah 78 on saturday 69 on sunday all right, so we got plenty of ding dongs to choose from. So maybe do we want to pick one or just let our listeners pick one? We got yeah. Zinger, we got Patrick Reed, and we got who was the other one? Um, we had Zinger. I guess it's between Zinger and Patrick Reed. Yeah. You choose. guys decide. You, you guys can, you decide. can pick your own. What about Trunk Slammer? You got several. <sighs> All for yeah. the same reason. Yeah, I've got five. And they all showed up in the same suburban. <laughs> Two in the front, three in the back. I got, I got Ricky driving. I got Hidet. Now you know what? JT Justin Thomas was driving after shooting an eighty-one on Friday, and then you got Ricky Hideki, Harmon, Gary Woodland, and Adam Hadwin all shooting seventy-five on Sunday. Nobody did worst except for two golfers. <laughs> oh, man. They, they were sad. You know, they were like, fucking, let's get back in the suburban. You know how you get all excited? Like you're in you're in your room in Bandon Dunes, and you're just so excited to go out and play Bandon Trails. This is the day. <laughs> this is the day I'm going to beat Bandon Trails. And the next thing you know, you lost two sleeves. <laughs> Broke your toe. Oh, yeah. It sounds all too familiar. Yeah, well, I've done it. We've all done it. And you know what? It's They're not bad people. Oh, man. That's awesome. You got anything else, dude? No. I'll be out of town next week. I don't know if we're going to be able to podcast. I'm not going to take my shit with me. So No, don't. We'll, we'll take uh, a week off. Yeah. You enjoy your last week of work. 
And then we'll reconvene in retirement, dude. Next time we podcast, you're going to be a retired firefighter. I'm going to be in my wheelchair (laughs) down in your basement. You're going to make a ramp for me? I can. We can wheel you around the side of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, dude. Everyone, be good humans. Everyone have a great week, except for Patrick Reed.